0: today, Father. Be welcome with our today For today. It's you we adore. It is you we adore. It is you praises are for.
1: back together hey we've been in the midst of a we're prayer walking our county it's a big job this is a big county it's the biggest county in north carolina i think isn't it land wise so it's going to be take a lot of churches but deb Lowe has a testimony of what uh she's been doing to be a part of this prayer walking it's actually a national effort
2: okay hi good morning can you hear me okay Thank you, Jesus, for this opportunity. So anyway, um, I know Elaine has shared about the national from March to May, and a couple years ago, I started walking around our local community college Wilkes community. And a couple of things that led up to that was um, back when we were still meeting at uh, Jubilee, uh, regular Thursday night prayer night. It was college week for prayer. And I remember even um, the chaplain from ASU came down. So anyway, David had printed, Pastor and Shirley had printed um, all kinds of colleges in North Carolina. I had no idea. We had so many. And had us to read them. And, you know, I had kids in college then. It didn't even cross my mind to pray for the whole college. It was so awesome. So that sort of got my attention. And then, of course, Kim. Kim and her group walk around asu they've walked around the whole outskirts and prayed and they've had revelations they've had more people in bible study no wonder um another thing shirley handed me a book angels of humility and i started reading this book and i'm not going to tell you too much because you need to get it i absolutely couldn't put it down um i will say a widow lady found the lord and started prayer walking And when she got um, in bad shape and couldn't, then I call it prayer talking. She stayed in her house and imagined down her neighborhood who the neighbors were. And she prayed. So, you know, anybody that wants to do that can do that. Uh, One more thing. So we were getting ready to move in here, but we had to move out for a couple months from our location. And so we went and met at the college. And I thought... You know, it's anointed. We need to pray. So I started walking around the college. The first couple trips, I took my dog. I went to the outskirts. And then Ann Phillips came up to me just recently and said, "Dad, we ought to walk the college. She didn't know I walked it, so we've walked it. While we were walking, she kept finding pennies. She said, the Lord has provided provision. So I feel like, The provision is power I feel like that he has anointed us with more than we need and I think he wants us to go out in the byways I don't think he just wants us to be in the marketplaces I think he wants us to breathe his word like he breathed the Holy Spirit on us and I just want to challenge everybody it's so easy and it's awesome and it's rewarding but we're doing his will So go for it. The other thing, uh, I think the national one ends in May. I say, let's keep doing it. Amen.
1: Thank you, David. Praise God. Now I want you to go with me to Leviticus chapter 9. I've never preached this message. I was going to preach on these philosophies out of Colossians and how we are to stand on truth, how our children do not even know These battles that are forming in America. One of them is this gender bathroom issue. I can't even believe we have to teach on this. It is absolutely bizarre. It has nothing to do with gender. It's about perversion is what it's all about. And if you have any problem, I'm so sorry if you're watching and you can't figure out what gender you are, I have the solution. Go stand in front of a mirror, take your clothes off and you'll figure it out it's really very simple know what it is in North Carolina and we can take the hits it's okay we're gonna overcome this we don't want men in women's bathrooms we don't want them with our little girls and I thank God for our governor and I know that he had you know he's he's got to be a politician but thank God for our governor McCrory Thank you, Lord, for him. Strengthen him. Bless him. Bless his family. In the name of Jesus, I'm, I tell you, some of this stuff—you just figure. Well, Lord, what what kind of madness is sweeping over? Well, it is a mad. You know, in Deuteronomy, was it twenty-eight or twenty-nine? He talks about the curses. He says, "I'll send a madness." There's a madness sweeping the land. It ain't sweeping over us. It's a different spirit. It's a warrior type anointing. It's a Luke ten nineteen. I'm so glad you had that vision, John. That dream. Whatever it was, that's cool. You turn around and you see a clock. Ten nineteen. I like stuff like that. We don't need that, but it sure is encouraging, right? When you get some really prophetic, you know, hey, we blessed are those who believe though they never see. All of us are committed to it. Say I'm committed to that. I'm going to believe I don't see anything, right? But it sure helps when we see because it really encourages our flesh. You know, it just it builds us up, man. It just, wow. Remember the disciples? They saw the water being turned to wine. It got them encouraged. They were excited. Now, Leviticus chapter 9. How will we know the real fire from a strange or profane fire? Now, the only way... It's going to be, we better know the scriptures. We better know the truth. Do you know we're going to be offered both? You're going to be offered real fire and strange fire. Also, I'm going to touch on the glory. There will be a real glory. There will be a counterfeit glory. Did you hear me? A counterfeit. And if it were possible, even the elect, could be deceived now my people are destroyed from a lack of knowledge that's another reason I'm going to tackle that subject next week because the biblical illiteracy among Americans is astounding we don't read the word we don't know the word and so therefore we're vulnerable for every thing that comes under the sun but anyway fire in the bible what is fire in the bible well first of all our god is a what kind of fire consuming he comes in and consumes it all nothing's left he's a consuming fire he's also remember in Malachi he is a refiner's fire remember they said who can endure the day of his coming for he will suddenly come to his temple and he will come like a refiner's fire and a purifier and then there's the baptism of fire you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit and with fire And this morning, you've come into this place, there you can walk out of here with the baptism of the Spirit. That is that unction, that endowment of power that comes upon you, that enables you to be and do what you've been called to be and do. The Holy Spirit is in you. He comes upon you. Man, there was a time in my life, in my early 20s, I was up at Thorn Crown Chapel over in Eureka Springs, Arkansas, And it was a tourist ministry. And I would tell the story of the chapel and then preach the gospel and people would get saved. And they came from all over America that summer. But I would have people occasionally come up to me and give me a prophetic word way before I knew what prophetic words were. And he said, not many days from now, young man, you're going to be baptized with the Holy Spirit and with fire. And I didn't know what they're talking about, but I felt something happening. You know what I mean? I'm telling you. The days are up. You will be baptized with the Holy Spirit and with fire. And the fire is a serious part. But it's a good part. And then there's a pillar of fire. It gives light and gave direction, remember. Then Psalm 104. His ministers are to be what? Flames of fire. I I spent some time, was it Tuesday morning? I went up to Prayer Mountain to pray and it was raining that morning, foggy. And uh, I went anyway and Just, I don't go there a whole lot, but I I wanted to go and pray. I wanted to get on that same spot where they said Bob Jones, remember, saw the lightning strike. I wanted to go to that same spot and kneel down. I like stuff like that. I, I don't know. Maybe it's over the top. Who cares? I want to just get in on it. I have the faith of a little, sometimes it's just like I'm a little kid. I just believe God. So I wanted to go. And anyway, I walked around. And I had a vision of a couple of things, one I'm going to share later But one is, I saw people coming here from all over the world And they would, they would come to the altar after the gathering, after the meetings And they would receive a torch And they would take that torch back to their home It would be a torch of revival A torch of healing A torch of salvation torch of deliverance torch of provision All kinds of torches But they would receive it And we're going to start giving them out today Okay? Today I, I'm right now I, It's like Lord you show me this stuff You better hold off from showing me stuff Because I'm going to believe it happens now I don't want to wait a hundred years Now So we're going to give some out today If you want some you come If you're visiting You're going to get a torch You guys watching A lot of people are watching now You will pray over you But man we don't have time to waste The hour is short And we got to be about the Father's business Amen And then Jeremiah you guys are with me, right? Anybody sleeping? Look around if you see anybody. No, you don't. Nobody. Jeremiah 23, 29. His word is like a fire. Ezekiel 22, the fire of God's wrath. And, there, and that's mentioned a number of times. Zechariah, God will be as a wall of fire. How you like that one? A wall of fire about his people. Then Jesus spoke about hellfire in the Gospels. You remember he said, if your eye causes you to sin, what did he tell you to do? Pluck it out. It's better that you go through this life blind than you enter into the next life and be cast into hell fire. And he talks about that. Then Revelation 20, there's a lake of fire. But then in Leviticus, there's a different kind of fire we got to look at. It's a strange fire, a profane fire. I've only heard this message preached one time in my life. David Wilkerson, many, many years ago, I remember, wrote on strange fire. I've never gone there. This week the Lord said, go there. So I'm going there. Look at this. Chapter 9, Leviticus 9, and uh, verse 22. Then Aaron lifted his hand toward the people, blessed them, and came down from... The offering, the sin, the sin offering, the burnt offering, the peace offering. And Moses and Aaron went into the tabernacle of meeting and came out and blessed the people. Then the glory of the Lord appeared to all the people. Say all the people. All the people. And fire came out from before the Lord and consumed the burnt offering. And when all the people saw it, they shouted and they fell on their faces. Say they fell on their faces. That's an important point. Chapter 10, Nadab and Abihu, the sons of Aaron. I mean, if you've ever heard of these two sons, each took his censer. It was his own censer. Put fire in it. Put incense on it. That's a way to gain the favor of God. And offered, or attempt to gain the favor of God. And offered profane or strange fire before the Lord, which he would not commanded them. Now look in verse 2. Here's another fire. So fire went out from the Lord and devoured them, and they died before the Lord. Who killed them? God killed them. I know there's some that don't like that. Take it up with him. This fire came out and devoured these priests, Nadab and Abihu, and they died before the Lord. And Moses said to Aaron, this is what the Lord spoke. Saying, by those who come near me, I must be regarded as holy. And before all the people, I must be glorified. So Aaron held his peace. Aaron held his peace. In other words, God got the last word. God didn't hold his peace. Aaron, what do you say? God comes like a fire and devours your sons. What are you going to say? You have some feedback? God, can I give you some feedback on that? No, Aaron, he held his peace. God didn't. Now, how will we recognize God's fire from the counterfeit fire? How about the glory? How are you going to escape the deception? How many of you know there will be deception? We don't like to talk about it. Just let people go and be deceived. No. No, we're going to be held accountable. Because you look at Leviticus chapter 8 or chapter 10. Look in verse 8. Then the Lord spoke to Aaron. He gives him some instruction on verse 9, verse 10, that you may distinguish. Go teach the people that you may distinguish between the holy and unholy and between unclean and clean, that you may teach the children of Israel all the statutes which the Lord has spoken to them by the hand of Moses. Now, I can assure you, the devil is not going to take the authority the church is walking in, lying down. We just push back. This altar of Baal was closed, canceled in D.C. and London. Do you think the devil is going to just say, oh, well, that's great, church. God bless you. No, he ain't going to say that. He's going to rise up. He's going to rise up to strike. That's what he does. Do Everybody know what his job description is, right? He comes to do what? Steal. Kill. Can he kill? Absolutely. And destroy. And uh, considering the fire of God and the glory of God, we, we want to know the real. And you know, I've never seen a counterfeit $100 bill. They say they exist. But the way you know them is by knowing what the real looks like, right? We've heard that story many times. If you know the real, if you know Jesus so well inside and out, you just know him. Your eyes are on him. But we see Jesus, you can escape. Now there's a fire here, have you noticed? It's going to grow Sometimes it's going to break out There's a fire But we've got to have discernment Now, look at the context In verse 24 of chapter 9 There's the real fire in verse 24 Fire came out and consumed the sacrifice But then in chapter 10, verse 2 We see, or verse 1, there's another fire That's, a, that's strange fire You see the two? The real, say, I see it. There's the real, then there's the profane. Now, how are we going to know the difference? Now, remember, too, this came to me this week. To much is given, much is required. God has given Moravian Falls, this region. He's given us so much. So many prophets, so many people have come and released the anointing, spoken the word of the Lord. That's not necessary. I mean, it is a good thing. It's also a scary thing. Because to whom much is given much is required But what's the rest of that that I told you I felt like God said To those whom much is required much grace is given to walk in the requirement I'm thankful for the grace to walk in it He wouldn't give us the assignment He said it's an easy thing My yoke is light So there is grace to walk in it Now how are you going to know the difference Between the real fire and man's fire profane First of all, it's God initiated versus man manipulated. Because look what happened. This in verse 24, chapter 9, it came out from before the Lord. In chapter 10, verse 1 and 2, the fire, they pick up these two priests, take up their censer, and they put fire on it. They were borrowing what was of God for themselves to make their own selves look good. That's a scary thing in this hour. It is a frightening thing. We can't borrow. You can't use what is of God. God must be God. It's God initiated. Now, there's a little bit more than we have time to get into, but this move of God, I prophesy over America, will be God initiated. No man is going to get credit. No ministry is going to get credit for what God is going to do. Now, the word profane also means unauthorized or foreign. You ever, I remember in West Virginia, we lived there. I went to Fairmont It's probably to see my friend Gary. I don't know. I was downtown, and I was going to park in this place. And I started to pull in this park, and there was a sign in front of me, don't even think of parking here. I said, I said man, what, what do you mean don't think? Can't I think about it? Said, don't even think. So you know what I did? I pulled out and tried to forget. I couldn't even think about parking there. Well, I'm telling you, we can't even think. Of abusing what is of God Using what is of God It's going to happen I'm going to really go after something in a minute I pray for the grace to prophesy the way God gave it to me But he's going to have to help me Because I'm just me, he's him But I'm glad he's him God initiated and man manipulated That's the first way Secondly, it's all about his presence Look in verse 3 of chapter 10 again And Moses said to Aaron This is what the Lord said, by those who come near to me. Listen, it wasn't the fire. They didn't come near the fire. They didn't come near the glory. They came near to God. They came near to his presence. And this move of God across America will be known, and this is what we want to be known for, a presence-driven revival. It's the presence of Almighty God. You can't explain it. No signs will be able to truly Define it It is driven by the awesome sovereign presence of almighty God And people I'll show you what happens to the people When he shows up Now we know the message Jack told us What's, it, what's this revival going to be built on? The kingdom of God Remember the last message This gospel of the kingdom shall be preached In all the world Somehow it all has to resolve Revolve around the kingdom message. And then the next thing is this. You'll know the difference because of the holiness. If there's no holiness of the vessel. You may be looking at profane fire. And look in verse 3. He said by those who come near me. I must be regarded as holy. I must be regarded as holy. That's the holiness of God. It's also our, our walking in holiness. What did he say? I'm holy. Because I'm holy, you be holy, right? And without holiness, no one will see the Lord. You might see the profane. You might see the strange, unauthorized. You won't see the Lord. And the thing is, you'll say it is the Lord unless you know. And I'm telling you, we got to walk in holiness, I'm just telling you, I love you. If there's secret sins, things that you know that displease God and you've been putting off getting rid of it, my advice is, my friend, get rid of it. Run to the cross. People say, well, I just have this fault. No, you don't have a fault. You have sin. And the power of Jesus breaks the power of sin. Be holy as I'm holy, he said. He's a holy God I would be to God when people walk in they come under such conviction you know they fall and and there's repentance the message of repentance is always that message as well any move of God without holiness is not a move character matters he does with God you know that these two guys were killed they tried to carry the fire on their own terms Rather than God's terms. And God had the last word. Now the gifts and the callings of God are without repentance. But there has to be carrier f- holiness with the carriers of the flame. You with me? Nobody's asleep yet. How could you sleep? We're talking about stuff that matters. This is big time. Weird. These are epic battles. Now look at this. Second Timothy. I think we have the scripture. Now, I know this is written to all of us because we're all the New Testament of priests, but in particular, this is written to leaders. Look, he says in 2 Timothy chapter 2, whether we get it or not, you can find it, verse 15. Look it up real quick. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15. Everyone should bring their Bibles. I know this is a good idea to show it on the screen, but you know what? What if the screen goes out? You need your Bible. This generation, they have it's all on their phone. What if your phone goes out? You need it and you need a Bible. There are people in many nations that would give their last breath for a copy of the Word of God. It's amazing. And and we just count it as a simple thing. So bring your Bibles. Buy a Bible. If you don't have a Bible, we'll buy it for you. If not, John will buy it for you. Right, John, you got a little extra cash? No, he's... He's a good friend. He's, I'm glad to see him back up here. He lives in Florida. He's got a house here in West Meadows. Hey, listen, I, I don't like seeing these four sale signs when we pull in this place. These, this place needs to get popular. God, sell these properties. We ask you in the name of Jesus, people that are trying to sell properties and people trying to buy properties. Lord, open up doors in the name of Jesus. Break open you did it for Don and Darlene. They had a remarkable testimony up there. So, God, do it for us. Do it for people moving in this area. We need a lot of helpers now. Lord, in the name of Jesus. Okay, now, this scripture, look at this. Be diligent to present yourself approved of God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth, but shun profane and idle babblings, for they will increase to more ungodliness, godliness, and their message will spread like cancer. I am... Menius and Philetus are of this sort. He names these two men. He names them by name. Who have strayed concerning the truth. Saying that the resurrection has already passed. And they overthrew the faith of some. Say they overthrew their faith. Do you know that could happen? People's faith could be overthrown. That's why we must stand on truth. And he says the Lord knows. Now watch this. Nevertheless. You want to know. The solid foundation of God stands having this seal. This is a seal over his people. The Lord knows those who are his and let every one who names the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Do you see that? The Lord knows those who are his. These two men were spreading like cancer, Philetus and this other man. But look in verse 20. But in a great house. There are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some for honor and some for dishonor. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, he will be a vessel of honor, sanctified and useful for the master prepared for every good work. So I'm just telling you, you know, the Lord said, I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire. That's some great advice for this hour. Lord, give me the gold refined in the fire. That means the refiner's fire is coming your way. It's not to devour, it's to refine. He's coming for a bride without spot and blemish. Lord, help me when I get to that one spot. Please, in the name of Jesus. And then it's for all the people. Look in verse 3 again, back where we were. And I must be regarded as holy and before all the people. I must be glorified. Don Farrell had a dream. He was telling me a little bit about it, reminding me this morning. But he has a group of men that he's been meeting with. And it's an awesome ministry. And they're going to, you know, help widows. And, and I don't know if we have any orphans, but he would if they could. But they're, they're just going to try to serve and love people. Group of men. You should see Don Farrell if you want to be a part of that. But he said he had this dream. And I hope I'm telling it right, Don. If I'm not, forgive me. Because sometimes I forget. My wife, she can't remind me of this one because she didn't hear it. How come you didn't hear this? I should have told you. But anyway, in this dream, these men, there were some of the men, they were going, holy, holy, the Lord's presence was among them. But some of the men weren't getting in on it. And John was trying to encourage them, get in on this, get in. Man, this is for everybody. And so I don't know all the story, but I'm telling you this, what God is doing in this hour is for everybody, young and old. Yellow, rich, black and white All are precious This is the saints of God's time on the earth It's not just for some elite prophet or a pastor or evangelist or apostle You know what I'm talking about It's for you This is the hour that the saints are going to go marching in We're all going to do the will of God It's for all of us to go in to this place I want everybody to see his glory I want everybody to get consumed by the fire of God, the consuming fire. Because either either America will get burned up or consumed up. I'm in the crowd to get consumed by a holy God and live holy while everybody else is wondering what in the world is going on. I will have a reason for the hope that is in me. Do you understand that? Now, and then the next thing, now this is good. Verse, back in verse 24, and the fire came out from before the Lord and consumed the burnt offering. And when all the people saw it, they shouted and they did what? They fell on their faces. Now, this is serious stuff. Ezekiel 44 and verse 4, Ezekiel was brought to the front gate of the temple. And it says this, so I looked and behold the glory of the Lord filled the house of the Lord And I fell on my face I'm going to have Shirley in a moment, just a moment, come up and share something From Rick's book, The Final Quest But when I was on Prayer Mountain this week The Lord began to speak to me And and He began to show me things He said, there's a movement of the glory that is a counterfeit glory It is a counterfeit fire and a counterfeit glory A strange And He gave me a warning And he said to warn the leaders of the time, you cannot capitalize. These are the words he gave me. You cannot monopolize, nor should you memorialize the glory of the Lord. Nor are you to marginalize it. The warning to me, don't marginalize what I'm doing. But he said there will be people who will try to use God's glory and God's fire to build their own ministry. And they're just like Nadab and Abihu. They borrowed from the flame of God, from the presence of God, so that other people would see and run to them. And I tell you, God will not share his glory with any other. And many are going to be struck down in this hour for touching the holiness of God. You're going to hear ministries that are going to fall dead, and you're going to wonder what happened. They'll have an explanation. I'm telling you, it's God, the fire of God that's coming out. You, if we touch his glory in this moment All the people fell on their faces They fell on You want to know when the real glory comes I'm telling you People will be hitting the deck Because of the awesomeness of God You don't run Into the presence of God Most of the times you want to run from it God is a holy God and He's going to rise up in our nation He's going to, do, he's going to have the last word he's going to define his fire and he's going to define his glory and those that are using they're capitalizing on the glory to build their ministry god help them god have mercy but we got to look at this as ourselves. come up share this Shirley. from rick's book the final quest anybody read that book you better read it
3: yeah sometimes it's good to get these things back out again and and read them again rick is an amazing man god has used him and in amazing ways to give us such treasures and principles from God himself and uh, we were chatting on this subject and, and what was coming into my mind was this story and in the final quest the Lord had given Rick a suit of armor and the suit of armor was dazzling it was like it had its own illumination it was shiny polished just imagine the most beautiful metal that could be made with God's glory really all over it and Immediately right after there. I think an angel was with him The angel gave him this cloak to put over top of it and it was like in my mind the way I interpreted it in the in my mind as I was reading it was like it was made out of just nasty old burlap and the cloak completely covered the armor There was nothing radiating through the material. It looked like he just had this burlap thing on And and he was like, huh, why? But he went on his way in the in the journey and part of the journey is he was to go up this mountain and go up these levels and so he was going up the levels and, and doing things, and God was teaching him all kinds of things about the body and about truth and and You can read the book to find out what those were, but he got to one of these levels, and there was like an angel there or something or whatever and 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 all of a sudden he very nearly fell off the ledge the very the edge and and almost had complete destruction. you know he would have not made it and And what it was is then he he realized he didn't have the cloak of humility anymore. That's what the cloak was. It was the cloak of humility, humbleness, totally understanding your position before the Lord, knowing that you deserve all of God's judgment and wrath, and yet by his gift, you don't have that. You have been given unmerited favor. And knowing that is nothing within you that deserved that. That is what the cloak of humility is. And so, boy, he had a near miss there. And so he got that cloak back on and, and he had a greater appreciation for that cloak, that ugly thing. And he just hugged it up to him and realized, you know, wow, you know, the armor was doing its thing. It was protecting him. But the glory in that armor really wasn't for his eyes at that point. It really wasn't. And so anyway, I just want to leave you with that.
1: Yeah, that's a powerful, that's powerful. We, I'm telling you, Rick is a major prophet. When he wrote that book, you remember reading that book? You just could you were astounded. And it's for today. I'm going to pray that God will cloak us in that humility, that burlap sack. So we won't get too excited about the, you know, when that shining armor of the glory. I'm going to ask him to do that, but just, you know, here's some scriptures in Exodus 16, they saw the glory, the glory rested upon a place, Mount Sinai. It was like a consuming fire, filled the temple, appeared to all the congregation. Psalm 138, great is the glory of the Lord. Then Isaiah 40, the glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all flesh shall see it together. The glory is risen upon you. And Isaiah 60, we know Habakkuk 2 the whole earth shall be filled With the knowledge of the glory of the Lord And then Isaiah 44 4 That verse I'm telling you That verse means a lot to me Forty, I still see it all the time It just tells me that's the standard He's been It's like he's branded it into my mind That's the standard Isaiah 44 4 When they saw his glory they fell on their faces So we got to get covered in humility And get ready For what God's doing in this hour You're not going to be able to keep up with it I'm telling you God is on the move If you don't think he's on the move Just look around But he resists the proud And he gives grace to the humble And the humble He says humble yourself Under the mighty hand of God And he will exalt you In the due time Amen Can I tell you what This is a due time for many It is a due time If it's not your due time Hang on Your due time is coming your God will prove himself to you. He is the God who saved you. He's the God that's going to welcome you in on that day. And he's the God that's seeing you through every day of your life. He will not fail you. He'll not desert you. He'll not forsake you. He loves you. And you come to him and you believe. And I'm telling you, this is it. Amen. I hope you hear my heart. But well, we got to have that cloak of humility. Anybody want it? Who want it. Now, you know what that means? Other people are going to see this shining armor and you say, what are you talking about? What are you, you talking, huh? All I see is this burlap sack over my eyes. You will be blessed. You'll be covered. You'll be ready. I think the greatest way, when we get to heaven, we'll see how God used us and we never knew how he used us. He never let us get in on the glory of that because he got all the glory. You know what I mean? It's about Jesus. It is about Jesus. And he is in our midst. In the name of Jesus. Amen. So if you want this cloak, stand up. I'm going to pray. I don't know how else to do it, but ask angels to come. In fact, I just saw a little, that's what I see. Angels coming. And they're carrying these cloaks of burlap sacks. They used to make seed and feed out of those sacks, remember? They don't do that anymore. You guys don't even know what a burlap sack is, do you? You do? Oh, in South Africa, of course you do. <laughs> yeah. Of course you know. Oh, man. You know, Tyler. We had some down in Louisiana. They put shrimp in them? No, I don't think so. No shrimp. Stuff that feeds the alligators. Yeah, we, we, they had that stuff. I'm just being a little, because you don't have to be so holy and religious about these things. The Lord, He doesn't, I don't know that He, I think he, he doesn't really like all the religious. You know, okay, let's all get holy. Close your eyes. Don't dare look around, the fire of God will come out and get you. You know, it, 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 stop it, it, it you can look around. Although it is good sometimes to try to focus because you're looking at stuff. I, I understand that. Well, Lord, we're serious. We're serious. Anybody? Yeah. Serious. This is real. His glory is coming. His glory is here. It, a lot of just is kind of hard to see with these eyes. So Lord, we ask in the name of Jesus for everyone in this room, those that are watching. God, we want to be used in this last day move of God. That is already, we declare, begun. All over the earth, God is on the move in many mighty ways. And we thank you. We hear the testimonies. And we are in awe. And God, I thank you right now that, Lord, you would cloak us. Thank you for that incredible vision that Rick had that we most of us read many years ago. But, Lord, we are gleaning from that now. And, Lord, we ask you, to clothe us with that burlap sack, that cloak of humility in the name of Jesus. Lord, we ask those angels to come and drop it over on us right now. That's happening. That's happening. We got to have this. Thank you, God. Lord, shield our eyes. Cover us. And we thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And by the way, any strange fire that has been around our lives, our family, altars, in the name of Jesus, we command you to go in Jesus' name. Any profane, unauthorized, foreign fire, go. You have no place. Any counterfeit glory, go. And we thank you, God. Now, Lord, we just, again, we open up the doors and we say, Jesus, come in. We want to be that church where you come in and sup and fellowship with us, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Lord, touch people this morning. God, we had an all-night prayer meeting. This is a great time for people to get healed. Oh, God, it's a great time in my book, but then I don't want to be like Nadav and Abihu and try to figure this out. God, just touch people because you're good in the name of Jesus. If you have a sickness, you got something you're battling with, lift up your hand. A weakness, sickness, something. Lord, you see your people. We ask for the sovereign move of God. You are the God that heals. You are Jehovah Rapha. You are who you are. And so we lose your presence and your anointing. We break the power of every infirmity. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth, who rose from the dead and who lives. You got a
3: word? Yes, I just want to encourage you, you know, when we're looking at at this thing of humility, you know, anything that we trust other than Jesus Christ himself for our sustenance, our life, our breath, our next moment, our next heartbeat, our next thought, our next assignment, our next anything, anything that we trust other than him is pride. It's pride. And so we have to just trust him with everything. And so, Lord, I do. In Jesus' name, I just renew that. Lord, anything anything that is of any worth in my life is because of you. You have done it in me. And I thank you. Thank you so much for that. And I repent of any time and anything that I have done in my own strength and my own power and given myself credit for it rather than you. I just repent right now, in Jesus' name. And this church, Lord, you've given us, it is such an honor, Lord, that you've put all of us here. Lord, this is something of your grace and your glory, but we don't deserve it, Lord. We haven't done a thing to make it happen. Lord, you have done it in our lives. You You have made our hearts what they are. You have brought what you have brought here because of your will, and it is perfect, in Jesus' name. In
1: Jesus' name. Jesus' name. That's good. Thank you, Lord. We repent of all pride, all pride, self-inspection, pride in the name of Jesus. Great word. Now, one more thing. If you're here without Jesus, all this hadn't made a lot of sense to you, except your heart is going like beating out of your chest. You remember those days? Your heart beating out of your chest because the Holy Spirit's convicting and drawing. You can't come to God when you choose to just because, oh, I think I'll choose God. No, He draws you. There's the conviction of the Holy Spirit. And then you repent. You change your mind. You change direction. You say, okay, I was going my way. I'm going your way. You know that old saying, it's my way or the highway. Forget it. It's His way. We want His way. His way. And that's what you say. God, it's not my way. It's your way. I yield to you. And if you're watching right now, you want to know Jesus. You want to know that you're saved. I always... Man, I used to always preach like this, that it would be the last time someone would ever hear the gospel and, some, and it would be the last time I'd ever preach. I'm going back there. I ain't letting up from here on until I go to the great Jordan or wherever. You know what I mean? Listen, this, is the last, this could be your last time to watch, wherever you're watching on the earth or in this room. You want to know Jesus. Listen, he is the son of the living God. God so loves you, he sent his son to die for you. And you are a sinner, just say, God, I'm a sinner. I have sinned. I failed. I missed the mark. I missed the mark. And I ask you to forgive me, cleanse me, wash me. I put my trust in the shed blood of Jesus. He died for me. And so I can live now. And I turn my life over to you. I turn from sin and I turn to you. And I declare you're my Lord. I believe that God, you raised Jesus' dead body from the grave. And I confess you now with my mouth as my Lord and Savior. If you prayed that, man, guess what just happened? This is the hour. You know, and Joel, all whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. This is it. This is the harvest. Amen. One more thing, we're going to go. You guys deserve a medal. Last week, Gabriel kept you here two hours and 45 minutes. I don't know how you did it. You did it. Time flew by. One more minute. Just wait. Let's just wait. Thank you, Lord. Just wait. God, we honor you. Jesus, Holy Spirit. Jesus. Thank you, Father. Yes. Thank you, God. Jesus. Jesus. I'm just going to tell you what I saw. Do you have any word of knowledge? Anybody? But I, here's what I saw you, somebody running around on one of those merry go rounds, and they were trying to keep up, and they couldn't keep up. They kept falling off the merry go round and bruising their knees, getting bloodied. And they were about ready to give up. Say, well, I'm just not going to get back on that merry-go-round because I can't keep up with it anyway. I keep falling. I'm telling you, the Lord just came along. He stopped the merry-go-round, picked you up, washed your knees off, and put you back on it. I don't know what that's for. (laughs) That is a strange vision. But I saw it. If you've fallen, you've been bruised, He is the one picking you back up right now. He said, be healed, my son, my daughter, in the name of Jesus. You tried, you failed, so what? I overcame for you. And now I'm picking you up, putting you back on as if you never fell off. You say, I can't keep up. I kept up. My, I'm the one your trust is in. Amen. Amen. That's pretty cool. Give me another vision. <laughs> Lord, you, can't, you don't borrow stuff. You know what I mean? I wonder if that ever happens. Men borrow things I bet it does Let's just repent of anything like that We do that Anytime we maybe gave something But it really wasn't God It was some, something from an old fire. I don't know There's something there Does that make sense There's something We, we thought God was using this But it was something out of he, The way he did something before Or whatever so Lord just forgive us Cleanse us Come on up Lord, we ask you, any time we stepped out that was not you, it's something you did yesterday or the day before or years before. And we told it was like it was right now and it really wasn't. Just using it out of, context. Using out of context. Thank you for helping me, wife. She's a great helper. Does that make sense? Kind of. Lord, just forgive us. I don't know if it makes sense, but just forgive us. Cleanse us. We don't want stale fire or out of context fire. We want fresh fire. That's it. That's it. Fresh fire. Fresh from out from God. Oh, that's good. You got it. I'm slinging it on you. That's what I see right now. I'm slinging it on you. In the name, it's fresh fire out of the altar of God. Now you can go win the world of Jesus because of the freshness of his presence.
4: It just goes along with what you were saying. Um, it, it's about formula this work yesterday so I'm going to do it today. So Lord, we just want to repent of any time that um, we weren't really being led by your spirit, that we were trying to make something happen the way it happened before. And Lord, we're sorry that we did that, that we were really functioning in our flesh, Lord. And we ask that you forgive us, Lord, because we want to be led by your spirit every day, every way, every second, every time. And Lord let us just not be afraid to let go of our formulas.
0: Yeah.
4: Yes, um, Also too, when you were doing the um when you, during worship when you came up and you said some, you said something about angels and I saw three come in. One flew this way and landed over there and then two came and they were like coming down. I didn't see them after that. But I don't usually see angels. I I feel them or I know they're there, but I don't usually see them, but it was when you were um, that hard to church.
1: People say they see angels around here. Do you see something? Come on. Tell us.
4: I saw uh, glory angels coming over that revolution sign, and there are many people here who have questioned if they can take this out to the marketplace. Into the dark places, and wherever you go, there's people that have been on the fence about it. And I see these glory angels coming, standing by people. There's a new assignment. And the Lord said, The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. He's going to order many in this room to walk in places that you didn't expect. And the Lord's glory is with you. You don't even see it because of humility. But you got to know the Lord is going to lead you into new steps. Because he's ordering our steps today, David.
1: Amen. Good word. Just say, I'm a part of his revolution that was sealed on the cross and the resurrection. Amen. Lord, just encourage people. Fill them with hope him with fresh fire, fresh love. Thank you we go out with yokes of humility. and This is a wonderful time to be alive. Some of you are battling big things too. Now, Lord, I don't know. Sometimes battles go on for a while. But I thank you the battle belongs to the Lord. Someone need to hear that. This is God's battle, not yours. So, it's okay. Amen. You got a word? Or are you just praising him? Oh, oh, yes, thank you. we got to give torches. I don't know. If you're visiting from out of state, you come first. But how about if I just give everybody these torch? What kind of torch do you want this morning? A torch of what? What do you need? Passion for the Lord. Holiness. Healing. A multi. What, do you want it all? You want a double portion? Yeah. What kind of torch do you want? You got it all over you. Oh, just all of you. All right, just take a few steps up toward the altar. We're going to pray for, an alt- for a torch of the Lord to come upon afresh his people. Because we got to start in our own Jerusalem. And uh, Don and Darlene are going to take it to Minnesota. God bless them. But thank you, God, Thank you Lord and there's another family next week they couldn 't be here today they 're going to move too for everyone that moves God send a hundred more you know what I mean? no no it's all right We want them to we, we want them to come and go come and go just, yes yeah let's just pray for that that torch amen I got I going to just go ahead what you got? just reminded me, John used to be here 15 years ago. God has a dream for this place, and he's not going to stop till that dream is fulfilled. That's a word from the Lord, John. Thank you. What a blessing you are today. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. Cloud of witnesses. This is good. You're going to think this is silly, but last night I went to Bob's grave. I don't go there all the time. It's not like a A memorial, you know, I'm just going. Anyway, I just started worshiping the Lord. I had my little speaker and I put it on Bob's grave. I said, God, if there's any way he can hear, let him hear this song. I'm worshiping you. I don't know if he could hear or not. Except he's in that great cloud of witnesses. He's definitely not out there in the grave. His bones are there. He might have been. You know, a little little boy, your mind runs. I'm not a little boy, but still my mind runs sometimes. And if I get out of line, who cares? God loves me. He loves you too. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of stepping out. Say, well, what if this is not God? You get back on the merry-go-round. Okay, let's give the torch. Thank you. Whatever you came for, ask him right now. Say, Lord, you say, God, give me this kind of a torch that I can bring, take with me. You ask him. I think he said, ask of me. Seek me. Knock. And you'll find it'll be given to you. Ask of me, I'll show you great and mighty things of which you know it's not. And so, Lord, you heard, and I'm, I know what I'm asking for. And I hear the Lord saying, Don't be afraid to ask me for big things. Don't you dare offend me by asking me for something small. I'm a big God. Thank you. So Lord, we thank you for big things and little things. We thank you. And Lord, I pray right now for torch. A torch, torches to be released to your people. Father, in the name of Jesus, a torches of fire, torches of revival, healing in the name of Jesus. God new levels. Fire of God. The torch of God, torch of God. I just give it to you now in the name of of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name hey, Pam. in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus there's a torch okay it's happening whether I get to you or not but I'm just telling you receive it from the Lord I'm just identifying with what the Lord's doing I just released fresh torch torch of God in the name of Jesus fire of God the anointing in the anointing in the name of Jesus the fire of God presence of God healing In Jesus name humility in Jesus name every torch you've come for we declare it's released now in the name of Jesus we give it to you give it to you receive in the name of Jesus thank you Lord Ooh, some of you gonna get a a double portion that was a word from the Lord like that surely hey some of you are saying I'm not satisfied with a little God I've been living all my life for this moment I want it all if that's your prayer you got it all in the name of Jesus I don't know, double portion. Now, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Oh, he's got a call on your life, young man. I'm telling you, God's mighty in you. He's going to start giving you dreams, okay? You're going to start, like the Muslims are hearing and seeing Jesus, you're going to see him way more, way better. He's got a call, big-time call on both of you. Oh, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. You better come, Dylan. John, in Jesus' name. I had to hit him. They say don't do that. I know. Listen, we're not worried about it. They're going to tell us we're strange. Oh, you remember that strange fire also looks strange. That probably fits in there too, doesn't it? It may look strange to you. But we're not worried about it. Strange. So what? We're called to be a peculiar people. I'd rather not be strange. But so what? In the name of... You know what I'm talking about? You guys, you're getting it back there, too. Oh, man, I want to lay hands on you, too. I don't want to miss anybody. It's like a torch. I'm telling you, you're getting it. In the name of Jesus. This is not some... Did I pray? Oh, you got it. Oh, you... I got word mother of Israel. I don't know what that means, but you are going to be a mother to many. You have a great discernment, great wisdom about your life. Oh, let me go down this. In the name of Jesus. Jesus. he, he Ew, oh, Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus. How come everybody ain't falling out? <laughs> no, we don't care. We don't care. We want to be able to stand in this hour. Stand in this hour in the name of Jesus. But you do think about stuff like that, you know, sometimes. But I got the big Jesus. I ain't got no little Jesus. So when I'm laying hands on you, it's real. Oh, goodness, a torch. A torch. What's that? You, you want more? Well, take more. Go back and dump it in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Yes, you are. Go for it. Just release her. God, we got to have miracles. You gave sight to the blind. We rebuke this blindness in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We loose the power of heaven, the power of Jesus. God. Thank you. We're just going to keep Oh, did I not? Oh, fire, fire, flame, torch, torch in the name of Jesus. Let me get right here. There's a torch, torch. Oh, goodness. Now, you guys that are sitting, you didn't come. I'm giving, by, I have faith. You got it too. In the name of Jesus. I release it in Jesus' name. A torch. Did I pray for you? yes okay. all right hey listen we got to give a shout a shout to the king a shout to the king Pam Clark we love you she's a champion I'm telling you she's run the race with endurance and everybody else has God we thank you we love you hallelujah give him a shout and God bless you guys hallelujah Jesus bless you Lord never the same hallelujah glory to your name Glory Jesus bless the Lord. Amen. Glory. Woo! Yes. All right, be encouraged in Jesus' name. God bless you guys. Praise the Lord.